0: From the Boston Globe, this is Rhode Island Report. I'm Ed Fitzpatrick. Welcome back to the podcast where we bring you big conversations from our very small state. It's been over a month since North Kingstown High School was rocked by the news that its longtime basketball coach... Aaron Thomas had been conducting naked body fat tests on students for about 25 years. But the fallout from the controversy continues. Students, parents, and now the Attorney General's office want to know exactly what happened and how these fat tests continued for so long. My colleague Amanda Milkovitz has been covering this story since the beginning. She's here to explain exactly what we know about this controversy and give us the latest developments after a quick break. Welcome back. I'm here in the studio with my colleague, Amanda Milkovitz. She's been covering the North Kingstown fat test story for over a month now. She's written like 12 stories. Uh, Great to have you here, Amanda.
1: Oh, I'm so glad to be here, Eddie.
0: So for people who might be unfamiliar with this story, will you give us some quick background? Who is Aaron Thomas and what was he doing with students at North Kingstown High School?
1: Okay, well, this is a really strange story that just keeps evolving over the last month. So Aaron Thomas would be very familiar to people in the youth sports world. He was the longtime basketball coach at North Kingstown High School. He was actually hired as a teacher in 1990, right out of uh, URI as a social studies teacher, Uh, became an assistant football coach, and eventually became the basketball coach. In fact, he brought them to a championship in 2019, And at the same time, um, he was also, for at least the last 25 years, conducting these unusual fat tests involving skinfold calipers. So uh, his lawyer explains it, that uh, Aaron Thomas is self-taught and decided to run kind of a weight testing management program of his own and um, would take uh, the male students one-on-one into, at first, it was sort of like a small closet. In the old uh, high school and then in the new high school, it was his office off of the AV room and every former student athlete has told me he would ask them this one question, are you shy or not shy? And that was a way of asking whether you were willing to take off everything, all of your clothes. And several of the former student athletes have told me that he used these calipers to explore The groin, um, the buttocks, way, way up on their thighs, all over their bodies. He also had them uh, stretch naked, do little duck walks. And one boy, (laughs) well, adult now, told me that he also uh, did hernia checks using his hands. And this has actually been going on for about 25 years, as far as we know. And it didn't become public until Halloween weekend. Um,
0: you know, I played basketball, it was a long time ago, but there were no fat tests. Uh, what do experts say about the need for this type of thing?
1: Um, they don't. They they just, they don't. And in fact, I talked to uh, a doctor at Boston Children's Hospital, Dr. Christopher Dugan, who um, wanted to discuss the body fat testing and says, there's, first of all, there's no reason to be naked at all. Uh, you, in fact, that's not where you're checking when you're using skinfold calipers, if you use them. You're checking uh, the bicep, tricep, you're checking... Kind of around your torso area. Um, that's, but you're not. You don't have to take off your clothes. There are a variety of different machines that you can use if you want. There's a BMI machine, and in fact, North Kingstown High School body mass
0: index. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: North Kingstown High School spent about five thousand dollars for a machine to do exactly this a couple of years ago. And in fact, that's what uh, Aaron Thomas was supposed to be using.
0: So this has been going on for. Uh, 25 years? Like how did it, how did it remain a secret or or did a lot of people know about it?
1: Okay. So most of the guys have told me that this was an open secret and they're kind of surprised that more people aren't saying, yeah, we knew about this. More people being the adults, as in the teachers, as in school officials. So here's how it worked. He had what his lawyer called the like consent forms that, you know, the parents would sign. And parents have told me, you know, we sign everything, you know, something comes home. And it was like a weight testing agreement that said that, you know, you, you're willing to uh, enroll your child in this. And, you know, well, and it doesn't really say exactly what is going to happen.
0: Well, did it say that they were going to be no, naked, no, naked? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> There's no mention of nudity whatsoever. That would have raised some eyebrows. Uh, but Another thing that the the students told me is, like, this was so normalized. So, you know, say this starts in the mid-1990s, and, you know, one boy who was uh, playing on the football team and really, really wanted to change his position and was told by Aaron Thomas, look, at you need to be fat tested and you you need to lose some weight. And so this is what you're going to do. And then other students, the older students, would say, hey, you know, you want to play for the team? You're going to go through this. The coach is going to ask you about shy or not shy. This is what you've got to do. And all the students I've talked to, former students I've talked to, have said, you know, it was, it was normalized. It was kind of like not a hazing thing, but kind of a rite of passage. Mm. They didn't love it. Nobody liked it. They joke about it. Nobody wanted to be alone with their coach and naked and having poking and prodding. But if you wanted to play... A lot of them felt like this is what I've got to do.
0: But how about the adults in, in the school? I mean, did, did did anybody in the school committee, the administration, did anybody else know?
1: So all we know right now is that the superintendent says he was told about it in 2018 by a former student. Uh, North Kingstown police were also told in 2018. And nothing really happened. Now, the superintendent, uh, Dr. Phil Algier has has already said that when he was told by this former student, there was no mention of nudity. Now, I've heard differently from the students who said that they did say that they had to be naked. So Dr. Ogier, the principal, the athletic director, uh, spoke with Aaron Thomas at the time, 2018, and said, no longer fat test by yourself. You have two other adults present or, um, or use this equipment. But they never followed up with it. And what I found out from a, a parent just last week was that it continued. And she knows because she has two sons who were playing for him and were um, undergoing the fat test. So
0: what does Thomas have to say for himself? I mean, is it, ju- is it an allegation at this point? Or does does he or his attorney admit that this was happening?
1: Uh, well, actually, yes, he does. I and mean, through his attorney, John McDonald, um, who's a criminal um, attorney, has said that, yes, it They did conduct the nude fat test. And the reason he did that is because it was just easier when their underwear wasn't in the way.
0: Uh, And have you talked to Thomas himself? No,
1: I haven't talked to him.
0: He He has not responded at all. You know, the Globe doesn't publicly identify alleged victims of sexual abuse, but you've spoken with several former student athletes several times, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Have they said uh, why they're coming forward now?
1: They're coming forward now because they are adults. One of them said he came forward after seeing the Larry Nassar case and thinking about what happened to him when he was younger and what happened to his fellow athletes and realizing that it was wrong. Some of them have come forward because they're fathers. Uh, One told me that he wanted to talk about it because he's not only a father, but he coaches six-year-olds. And he said, I can't even imagine doing something like this. He he said, it's just completely illegal. It's one thing when you are, one was as young as 13, 13 years old, and this adult authority figure, who you look up to, who you trust, who you believe is going to coach you and put you on a team, and this is going to mean so much. And they're telling you this is what you've got to do. Okay, You'll do it. But then as an adult, you look back and say, what was that about?
0: Like they wanted to be on the team. and this, uh, this Yeah, is really,
1: absolutely. Yeah. They wanted to be on the team and they wanted to be a part of it. And if your friends are doing it, if the older kids who you look up to are doing it, well, what's wrong with you? You know, one boy, um, he's an adult, of course, but, you know, he, he was 13 at the time. It really bothered him that it bothered him. He was upset that he was thought, well, I must be weak because I'm not okay with this. He was not okay with this as a teenager. And of course he wasn't because it wasn't okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, You've been to some of the North Kingstown School Committee meetings. What's been the response from the community, from the the public, the parents?
1: Um, They're really upset. I mean, of course they're upset. And people feel betrayed and they want to know who knew what when and why this wasn't stopped. There's a lot of soul searching. There was a lot of soul searching over Thanksgiving. I heard from several parents who have had this talk with their kids and have found out, yeah, actually, I did go through this. And no, I never told you about it. And, you know, I'm, it made me think about you, too, because, I, you know, both of your kids played basketball. And, you know, just saying it out loud, we have a grown man, we have a naked teenage boy. I mean, what would you say if you were one of these parents?
0: Oh, that's exactly what I've been thinking reading these stories. You know, bo- both my oldest son just graduated from high school and played uh, basketball, and my youngest son is, is just— this week trying out for the basketball, JV basketball team, I would be outraged. I mean, you put so much public trust, so much trust in coaches uh, in in high school and college. And, uh, you know, at no point should any uh, athlete be alone in an AV room naked with a coach doing a caliper test.
1: And that's just never even come up, right? I mean, have either of your kids ever gone through any type of... No, nothing
0: like that. Nothing like that. It's unnecessary in my view.
1: You know, one of the f- the first person actually to be public about it was Jennifer Lima. Um she's the Brand New School Committee member. Um she's one of the three who voted unanimously to terminate him back in February and she put out a statement about it shortly after they had like a 7-hour school committee meeting to discuss, you know, it continuing the internal their ex- their external investigation and she told me and I'd ask her, like, does this affect you personally? I know you have children, and she said she had a conversation with her oldest son, who said, yes, I did. And she said he's a jock; he was not shy. She since recused herself from any, you know, future, you know, conversations or or, or any decisions by the school committee. Um, last week, another parent came forward, Kim Lanoue, who said that her two sons had undergone the same thing, and she's the one who told me that. As late as 2020, Aaron Thomas was doing these fat tests.
0: So after the high school learned about what Thomas was doing and forced him to resign, I'm amazed he became a social studies teacher at a nearby Catholic school on senior clock, right? Right. Why was he able to get passed along after these revelations?
1: Oh, that is a great question. And it's very—it depends on who you ask, and you get a different answer. So North Kingstown swears they never gave him a positive reference. Monsignor Clark says you absolutely did give us a positive reference. North Kingstown uh, superintendent gave me a recording of the voicemail that the Monsignor Clark's principal left for them.
0: Hi, this is for Dr. Moss. This is Dr. Lisi calling L-I-S-I. I I am the principal of Monsignor Clark School. Dr. Moss, we just are uh, ready to hire, or we hired, um, a teacher that was in your building for a while. His name is Aaron Thomas. And I just wanted to check in with you or with somebody, if, if, uh, if you're not the right person, About background and just do a reference check on on, on Aaron. Uh, Make sure he's the right hire for our our middle school. He'll be teaching social studies to to grades six, seven, and eight. If you can give me a call back, I'll be very appreciative. Thank you. Bye bye.
1: You know, that's the this and that between the two schools. Meanwhile, um, I've talked to two former student athletes who said that they called the diocese and spoke with the investigator. They called Monsignor Clark and spoke to people there before all of this came out and said, look it, you hired this guy. This is what he did to us.
0: Um, just to be clear, Aaron Thomas hasn't been charged has with anything. Has not been charged with any crime at this point. And he
1: is under investigation by the North Kingstown Police in the Attorney General's Office. So that's pending. But that's not going to be the only thing.
0: And what did what did he bring home? Didn't he take <laughs> some of the documents yeah, home with he, him?
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, he was allowed to clean out his office when he was under investigation, and he brought home at least three hundred of those consent forms um, since two thousand and five. Are you supposed to bring home school
0: documents?
1: No. No, you're not. No, you're not. Um, You know, his lawyer, uh, John McDonald, who had shared one of the documents with me with the students' names redacted just to show that there was a consent form, um, said that Aaron Thomas brought them home um, because he was under investigation and that, you know, he was glad he did because this was pending. And um, shortly after we published the story, the school department's lawyer uh, requested those documents back, and they've since been turned over.
0: What's been the most disturbing thing you've heard about this whole affair?
1: You know, I think one of the most disturbing things in not just this affair, but past stories I've written about where there's a prominent person who was accused of some type of involvement with children is that it happens in plain sight. And it happens involving someone who you would not suspect. And it happens involving someone who is perhaps a public official who's, who's got some prominence. And, and it can go on for years and years and years. I mean, the, the, I talked to this um, expert in victimology, Rachel Lavelle. She's over at Cleveland State. And she talked about, well, you know, a lot of people are asking, well, how could this go on for so long? Why didn't somebody say something or notice something? And there's just a dynamic that involves authority or a, pres- a person in power with minors. You know, they're not going to question and if they think everybody else is going along with it, maybe they don't know how to question or they, or they don't think that they have the right to question this person. So I think it's just seeing this happen again
0: yeah, and what's the dynamic with the students, with the with the athletes? I mean, they've got to be reluctant to challenge the the person they're oh, trying to impress to get on the team right?
1: absolutely. I mean, when you're in high school, I mean, you know, your friends are everything. If you're part of sports or a club, this is so important to you. And also, like you're, you 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 want to make decisions for yourself and you want to feel like you're an adult in some ways. and 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 you want to be cool. And also, like I think there's a, a certain dynamic, as as Rachel Lavelle talked about, there's boys. You know, she said, you know, we often expect that girls could be victims or will be victims, but we don't talk about boys enough. And and if you're a boy, you don't want, how, what are you going to say? Or how are you going to talk about this? Are you going to look like you're weak? Is this going to be strange? And and she said also, like, boys aren't always believed either. I mean, some of the boys said that they made a big joke out of it. You know, that was that was how they dealt with it. It was just stupid. It was a joke. And are you shy or not shy? They'd laugh at each other at parties. And now as adults, some of them said to me, said, you know, we thought about, you know, it was really funny at parties. But now they wonder who among them was really upset and bothered by this? Who, you know, who was hurt by this in some way? What do you think can
0: be done to prevent something like this from happening? Not just in North Kingstown, but anywhere.
1: Hmm, that is such a good question, because that's the thing that comes out is you like, well, how do we stop this? How do we prevent it? I, I think what helped this to come to light was the Larry Nasser case was people were finally talking about this. And yeah, that involved girls, but it gave boys a chance to come forward. And what was what's heartening about this particular case is that they're coming forward and they're in their 30s, some are in their late 20s. You know, with the with the the Catholic Church sexual abuse scandal, a lot of those victims were much older. And that seemed to be consistently they're in their 40s or in their 50s. They're younger and they're smarter and they're savvier about this. And they're also finding out that they're being believed. And I think that was the big thing. That's a
0: good point. They're being believed and supported.
1: They're being believed. And that's been universal. Initially when this broke, the initial reaction, and I got a number of emails from guys who were like, hey, I went through it. I'm fine. I don't see what the big deal is. And he's just fat testing us. And you should know that fat testing is an important part of being an athlete. But when I wrote back to them, and said you know this isn't how fat tests are supposed to go you don't have to be naked and then they saw how some of the boys were affected and then you know seeing that one was 13 changed very quickly and and like i said we're just beginning you know they think there could be hundreds he had he had 300 just in the last well since 2005 consent forms so how many boys went through this and then what happened
0: all right, um, Amanda Milkovitz, great talking with you.
1: Oh, thank you. Mandy,
0: thanks for getting us <laughs> caught up on this story.
1: Thank you, Eddie.
0: <laughs> to keep up with the latest on the fat test story, check out Amanda's continuing coverage in Globe, Rhode Island. Here's some more of our coverage this week. Looking for something to do? Check out The 401. It's our new column by Lauren Daly on the best things to do in Rhode Island right now. To what extent do the new redistricting maps protect incumbents? I have a story on accusations of gerrymandering as people study the draft versions of the new House and Senate districts. Find these stories and more at globe.com slash Rhode Island. That's globe.com slash Rhode Island. Rhode Island Report is a production of the Boston Globe. Today's episode was produced by Megan Hall, Carlos Munoz, and Scott Hellman. Audio mixing and mastering by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Our music is from APM. Got a tip? Have someone you think we should talk to? We'd love to hear your ideas. Send us an email at rinews@globe.com. at globe.com. And if you like the show, do us a favor. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm Ed Fitzpatrick. See you next week.